everything impacts everything. Now, what does that mean? That means the area that you likely want to work on isn't the area that you need to work on in most situations. And from not working on the area that you really need to work on, you're holding yourself back in the area that you want to work on. And it holds, it's like a vicious cycle downward because we use the area that we're already fulfilled in as a distraction from the area that would actually give us fulfillment. Does that make sense? We're going to dive into today something really powerful to show you which area of your life should you be focused on right now. And chances are it might be the area you're currently working on, but chances are it could be another area as well. So you'll know where to direct your focus after today and how everything impacts everything. For example, if your marriage is off, does that impact your business? Yes massively. So we'll dive into that today. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bizjak. I'm a personal development expert with 10 years coaching experience. I've built up a multi-million dollar income helping people to master their mind and rewire it for success. And this podcast will give you the principles and strategic tools to achieve true and lasting success in the areas of money and business and career, all the way to areas like marriage and love and parenting. This is the place where you start the process of rewiring your mind for true and lasting success from the inside out. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast. You know, 10 years ago, I heard something from Tony Robbins. He said, you know, there's three skills that you really need in life. Number one is pattern recognition. Number two is pattern utilization. And number three is pattern creation. And if you do those three things, you will succeed at a deep level. Well, I've recognized some patterns in people's lives from working with now over 40,000 people. And I've utilized those patterns to be able to serve people in a deep way. But one thing that's been really cool is when I've gotten the pattern creation stage, where I've been able to recognize, utilize, and now create new patterns for people. And so, what I discovered after working with all these people was there's really three areas in people's lives that they focus. And these are three big, big buckets. And I'll share with you what they are in just a minute. But these big buckets impact everything, everything in your life. And most people are overly focused on one bucket and not focused enough on another bucket. And they think, okay, and I'm not talking about time either. For example, building a business takes way more time than building a successful marriage. It takes way more time right? I'm not saying that one's more important than the other. I'm saying that they don't take the same amount of time. So we need to make sure that we value each of these. It doesn't mean that our time is going to be split evenly between these because balance is a myth. It's going to be instead about recognizing that, okay, I'm avoiding that area because it's uncomfortable for me. I need to go after that. So what are these buckets? The first bucket is wealth. Wealth is a major area in people's lives, probably the area that you are focused on the most if you're listening to the show. What does wealth mean? There's three kind of sub-segments of this bucket. There's the income that you are earning. There's the business side of things, if you're in business or marketing. And that's, by the way, when I say business or marketing, I don't just mean if you own a business. I'm also talking about the work that you do within your career to market to your boss, to market to your customer groups. That matters as well. But the income that you are earning, also the business and marketing to be able to build that wealth, and then finally the contribution, right? Because if you think about wealth, you cannot be wealthy if you don't give something, right? It's impossible, right? You might be able to make money, but you won't be wealthy. Wealth and financial independence are very different things. Wealth is in your psychology, right? But building your income comes from being wealthy. In fact, income is a byproduct of wealth, not the other way around. And so that's what most people think. Most people think that wealth is a byproduct of income. I need to increase my income to become wealthy. No, you need to become wealthy and that will increase your income. That will change everything. So if you change your income, 
that comes from being wealthy. From being wealthy, you can influence your business and marketing, and there are skills and tactics that go into that, and you need to be contributing at a high level. All of those are in the bucket of wealth, and when you are wealthy, all of those areas grow. And chances are you're focusing on one, two, or three of those areas of wealth, right? Chances are, if you're listening to this, you're probably focused on the business and marketing piece and maybe the income piece as well. And what we've seen as a pattern is that most people aren't really focused on the contribution piece, the how can I serve other people? They're focused on what I can get, what I can earn. And I'm telling you right now, when you focus on the contribution, making other people's lives better, then all of a sudden the income in the business grows. So, that's the first bucket. And you'll see how this impacts, like why this is important in just a couple of moments. The second main area is health. Health. Now, what do I mean by health? There's three main areas of health. Number one is your physical health, right? Your body is a vessel used to deliver your life's purpose to the world. And so if this thing doesn't, this, this machine doesn't have physical vibrancy to be able to go out and do that, you're lugging yourself around all day long then you're not gonna be able to deliver that in the way that you want. You're not gonna be able to make the income that you want. It impacts everything. The second area of health is your emotional health, taking care of your mindset, your personal development, taking care of uh, your emotional state, your mental health. This plays a huge role because for example, if you think that, let's say for example, that you are having a, you're depressed, right? Does that impact your desire to wanna to take care of your body? Of course, but if you're happy and excited on a regular basis, does that impact your desire to take care of your body? Absolutely, you wanna take care of it more. And the same is the opposite, right? If your body is exhausted, are you going to want to take care of your emotions? No, you're gonna to wanna to watch TV and escape. If your body is full of energy, then you're more likely to do things that will help your emotional health. Everything impacts everything. Does that make sense? But there's a third area of health and that's your spiritual health. Your spiritual health is your connection with something bigger. I don't tell you what to believe. Whatever you believe is great. I'm not here to tell you what to believe. I believe that there is something bigger out there that is guiding me. Call it intuition. Call it faith. Call it God. Call it the universe. Call it infinite intelligence. Call it source. Whatever you believe in. I believe that energy. You call it energy, right? Whatever the name is, it's the exact same thing. And my belief is that I'm connected to that energy. Your belief can be totally different. But my whole point is when you are connected to a something bigger, right? And you could even call this your highest self, right? That's also a connection with something bigger. It's all the same thing, right? So if you are connected with that, you take care of your health in a different way. You have a better outlook on life. If you're not connected with that version of yourself, you're not connected to something bigger, your spiritual intent isn't there, that limits other areas. Does that make sense? So that's the second area, your health. And the third area is your relationships. Now we're gonna show how all of this intermingles in just a second. What do I mean by relationships though? The first area of relationships is with yourself. If you don't love yourself, how do you ever expect to give love to your partner in the way that they deserve? Let me repeat that. If you do not love yourself, how can you ever expect to give love to your partner in the way they deserve? You won't. It's not possible if you're not actively working on loving yourself. Your relationship with yourself impacts so much about your marriage, your parenting, everything, okay? So that's the first area of relationships, your relationship with yourself. The second area of relationships is with your intimate partner. How is that relationship? Is that a relationship where there's not much support? Is that a relationship that's strained on a regular basis? Or is that a relationship that's vibrant and loving and passionate? 
that impacts everything. If your relationship is off, does that impact your desire to go and put yourself out there in the world to sell more stuff in your product? If it's off, you'll not feel as good and everything will be wrong in your heart and you won't want to do it. But if everything is right in the world at home, you go and you put yourself out there because you have more confidence, more excitement about your day. And by the way, if you're not in an intimate relationship, it's not because you don't want one. It's because you've been hurt before and you think you're going to be hurt again. It's because your beliefs about relationships, because everything in life is meant to be shared. Everything in life is meant to be shared. If you watch a good movie, what do you want to do? You want to share it with someone else right? If you eat a good steak, you want to share where, what restaurant that was. If you had a great dining experience, you want to share that with people. Life is meant to be shared. That's where the juice of life is. So if you're not in a relationship and rationalizing that you don't want a relationship, it's not because you don't want a relationship. It's because you've been hurt before and you're afraid of being hurt again. And you found significance in showing that you can go through life yourself. When in reality, you're just missing out on even more joy. You just haven't found the right, found the right person for yourself. Does that make sense? And so that impacts everything, right? And what that will cause you to do is double down on your business and career and avoid this area of your relationships, your intimate relationship. And so you're not enjoying as much of life. And the final area of your relationships is your peer group. Now, we talked about that a lot last week. Your peer group plays a massive role in your success. Now, peer group doesn't mean they're more successful than me. It means they expect me to succeed. It means they hold me to a high standard. It means they are high performers in their own regard based on their own goals. And their values are those that you would find successful. That's what a peer group is. Now, that impacts your relationship with your peer group impacts your relationship with yourself. Because if you're around people that talk crap about themselves on a regular basis and you self-deprecating self humor on a regular basis, you will do it so you don't lose face. If you are around people that speak highly of themselves and have confidence and are successful, you will show up in that way. Because when the people around you expect you to succeed, you will succeed. You will find a way. Does that make sense? On top of that, if your peer group, let's say that you're trying to grow your income, if your peer group is full of scarcity mindsets and fear and doubt, that's going to play a big role in your income. In fact, I'm willing to bet that your income is the average of the five people that you talk to the most besides your spouse and your kids. I'm willing to bet that your income is the average of the five people you spend the most time with besides your kids and your spouse. And you might be going, well, I don't really spend time with anyone outside of my kids and spouse. About time you should, right? It's incredibly important that you do. My calendar is full of people from all over the world that are not just my daughter and my spouse. Nothing against my daughter and my spouse, but you need a peer group that are going after big goals. It impacts everything. If your peer group is full of people that are healthy and vibrant, you are going to take care of your physical body in a very different way than if your peer group is full of slugs that are eating chicken wings and beers every single day. Does that make sense? So everything impacts everything within these three. Let me give you an example. Your income impacts the level of contribution that you want to give to the world, right? You want to give more money when you have more income, but you also, your contribution impacts your income. When you contribute more, you're more vibrant and you are vibing at a higher level and then you make more income because you're being wealthy. In your health, your emotions mess with your physical health, your physical health messes with your emotional health. Your relationships, your relationship with yourself impacts the peer groups that you'll go into. It impacts your relationships with your partner. Your peer groups impact your marriage. It impacts yourself. But where this really gets interesting is where all of these overlap. Where all of these overlap. And I want you to ask yourself, before I go into this, which area of these three are you focused on the most right now? It's probably wealth, right? But you might be in a different area. Which are you focused on the most right now? What's the area where you're really diving into? And then, and you could... 
uh, it could be within a category too. I'm most focused on income or I'm most focused on spiritual health, or you can circle a big bucket. But which of these three are you most focused on right now? And then which area is not really doing well? Which area is not really doing well? Is it your intimate relationship? Is it your spiritual health? Is it your physical body? Which area is not really doing well? And I want you to ask yourself, that area that's not really doing well, how is that impacting the area that you're focusing the most on? So for example, if your physical health isn't doing well, how is that impacting your income, your business, your marketing, your contribution, your wealth? How is it impacting? If your physical health isn't doing well, how is it impacting your marriage? Because you bet your butt that if your physical health is off, it is impacting your marriage. It absolutely is. You don't have energy for anything, right? And think about this. Two people deeply in love with really crappy energy. How's their marriage going to be? Crappy. Two people deeply in love. Same two people with average energy. They're going to be bored. Two people deeply in love with high vibe energy. How's their marriage going to be? It's going to be outstanding. It's not the love, it's the energy. So which area are you focused on the most right now? And which area is hurting the most right now? And how is that impacting the area that you want to win in the most? Does that, so first of all, evaluate yourself there. But I want you to see how this all impacts each other. What I have found in studying people is there's three core survival needs that people have. Three core survival needs. The first survival need that someone has is certainty. Certainty. Everyone needs certainty. The need to avoid pain and gain pleasure. The need to feel safe. Everyone on earth needs certainty. But if you are missing certainty, life feels uncertain and then you don't take risks. You don't put yourself out there. You don't really try as hard. You play life not to lose instead of playing life to win. And you start rationalizing that I I don't really want to grow. The only reason you don't want to grow is because you're afraid of getting hurt. It's because you don't have big goals. It's because life feels uncertain and you're playing life not to lose instead of playing to win. You're trying to protect yourself. That's what happens when you don't have certainty. Does that make sense? So certainty is a huge, huge need. We need it. If it's prioritized first, you're going to close in the world around you to feel a sense of control and you won't let your heart expand. So it shouldn't be the number one thing that you need. But we all need it. We all need it. The second survival need that people have is love. Love is a biological need. It is not a want. It is a need. If you are not given physical love when you are born, you will die. It's called failure to thrive. Love is the deepest fear we have losing love. That's their deepest fear, that we're going to lose love from someone that we love the most or from our creator or from uh, our spouse. We're always afraid that we're going to lose out of love. If you think about any sort of stress, any sort of fear of putting yourself out there to the world, it all comes down to losing love. That's all it is. So we need love. It is not a want. It is a need. And what's the third survival need? The third survival need that people need no matter what is energy. Energy is a survival need. Without energy, cells die. It's called aging. (laughs) You need energy. It's an absolute must. And I'm not just talking about the willed energy to put yourself in a great state on a regular basis. That is important. You need that too. I'm talking about the energy to go through life vibrantly. That type of energy. Because think about what emotion is. Think about like emotion is energy in motion. That's what emotion is, right? So Let's use the example of excitement. Is excitement a fast or slow emotion? It is a a fast emotion. It's a high energy emotion. What about depression? 
Depression is a low energy emotion. It's a slow emotion, right? Your vibration different. The wavelength is totally different. The frequency is totally different. And your frequency, your vibe, your vibration attracts your tribe, right? So your energy needs to be maximized. You need it. Otherwise, you will feel like you're dying inside if your energy is low. So we need to maximize that. But why does this matter? Because all of this, these three groups impact each other. Let me give you an example. If you have wealth, you have the money, you're contributing, right? Your business is growing and you have the health, the physical vibrancy, the emotional health and the spiritual health, but you don't have relationships, meaning you don't have a great relationship with yourself. You don't have a great relationship with your partner. You're not in a relationship with anyone or you don't have a great peer group. What happens? If you have wealth and health, but no relationships, you are missing love. You are missing love. You are missing a survival need. And by the way, when relationships are off, does that slow down? Does that eventually slow down your wealth and health? Absolutely it does. Because you're craving love. And so you want to feel more comfort and you'll do things that are more safe, more secure, things that give you instant sense of comfort. It doesn't get you to where you want to go. That's what happens when you're missing love. The second, think about this, a different area. When you have health, physical, mental, and uh, physical, emotional, and spiritual health, but you and you have relationships with yourself, with your intimate partner, and you have a relationship with peer group, but you don't have wealth, meaning you don't have income, you don't have great business or marketing acumen, you don't, you're not contributing to the world, what's happening? If you have health and relationships, but no wealth, what are you missing? You are missing certainty. You are missing certainty. Because you feel like, oh my gosh, this is great. I have a good life, but I can't afford anything. So what happens? You crave certainty, you close yourself in, and then you don't put yourself out there to go and create wealth. And you feel like you're just kind of held tight on a regular basis. And you're constantly craving certainty, which means that life constantly feels uncertain, which means you're always trying to protect yourself. And if you're always trying to protect yourself and you're doing that in form of health and relationships, how is your health and relationship going to go? It's not going to go well. You're not going to challenge your physical body to get stronger, right? You're not going to be in a deep relationship with your partner. It's eventually going to wear on those areas. And the third combo, think about this. If you have relationships and wealth, meaning you have a great relationship with yourself, your partner, and a peer group, and you have wealth, you have money, you have income, all this stuff, but you're missing physical health, mental health, and emotion, and spiritual health, you're missing health. Then what happens? If you have relationships and wealth, but you're missing health, what's happening? You're missing energy. And if you are missing energy, then what happens when low energy is brought to a relationship? They're not Peer group's not going to want to be around you. You're not going to like what you see when you look in the mirror. And your relationship with your spouse is going to go downhill. You're going to feel exhausted all the time around them. You're going to have nothing to give them. You're not going to have any physical intimacy. If you bring low energy to the areas of wealth building, if you bring, by the way, low energy is the, is called scarcity. So if you bring low energy to building an income, is that going to happen? No. If you bring low energy to a business, is it going to get off the ground or stay succeeding? No. If you bring low energy to your contribution, all you're going to think is that you're giving something away and that it's not actually contributing to something. So it's going to hurt those areas. And so we need all of these if we really want to win the game of life. But most people are just obsessed with one or two. For this purpose of this episode, I want you to ask yourself, which of these areas are you overly focused on? And maybe it's because you're escaping the area that you're unfulfilled in, 
But if you're being honest with yourself, is the reason why you're unfulfilled in one area because you don't have the courage to face it right now head on? It's time to deploy some courage. It's time to be courageous and face that area of your life and transform that area of your life. It's an absolute must because when all three of these areas are maximized, that's where you have ultimate fulfillment and success. That's where your life really starts to change. When you have ultimate fulfillment and success. Does that make sense? So which area are you overly focused on? And which area are you avoiding or in pain? And how is that hurting the area that you're overly focused on? And what consequences in your life? What needs to be changed now so that you have a more well-rounded view of life? Does that make sense? And like I consistently talk about in the show, if you are having a hard time with this, if you're in a place where you're like, okay, this makes sense conceptually, but I don't really know why I won't focus on my physical health. I don't really know why I have a bad relationship with my partner. It could be because of your beliefs about success. Could be because about your unique success archetype. For example, an ACPX archetype. They're the one that's always attached, always on. Go, 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 go. Can never stop. Think that impacts your marriage? Quite a bit. <laughs> Quite a bit. So you need to understand your starting point. You need to understand your unique success archetype. And once you do, you'll be able to see the limiting beliefs that are preventing you from succeeding in these areas. So if you haven't yet, I talk about it almost every week, but if you haven't yet, take the free What's Your Unique Success Archetype Quiz. It's linked up just below this. You can find it at quizzes.bradbizjack.com. It's totally free. Take 60 seconds. It will show you your starting point, your limiting beliefs, and how it can be hurting these different areas we've talked about today. Plus, when you join that, you'll be on the fast list to be able to hear about when we have opportunities to provide coaching in each of these areas for you. So I hope you found tremendous value in this episode today. Thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bizjack. Please share this episode if you found it valuable. Leave us a rating and review. And I'm so glad you tuned in today. And always remember, you're only one insight away from a radically different life. I'll see you next week.